So I want to talk about sparkler exits today, but before we do that, I have something that I want to shoot this shit with you about. Okay. Lara, What's up? Lara just turned 30 this week, so she's 30 uh-huh. years old. We're both in our 30s. And when do you turn you're, 30? Wait, you're 30? I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm 30. We're both 30. Lara and oh. I are both 30. No, I turned 30 in August, and Justin turns 30 in October, so, so we'll be there soon. Later <laughs> on there. Are you excited about turning 30? Yes. Everybody says 30s are like way better than your 20s and my 20s freaking sucked. So <laughs> I am very much looking forward to your, to my 30s and I feel like I'm even more looking forward to my 40s. Really? really? You're looking forward to your 40s? Mm-hmm. What about yeah, your because 40s? I, well, okay. So do you know that show on Netflix? That's like, um, oh gosh. It's like, I don't remember what it's called. It's about like, it's human exper- experiments and they like take 100, maybe it's 100, 100 humans what or it's like the 100 but it's not like the post-apocalyptic yeah, yeah. show i'm obsessed with it's the netflix show the 100 or something i don't know anyways oh it's great highly recommend they do human experiments and they just take like a hundred random people as like they're sampling and they like do all these tests so this one particular episode was like which decade or like age or whatever is the best for the human experience and it was it. I don't actually. Should I, I, I'm going to tell you what it is. It's still so fascinating. You should watch it. Everybody watch it. Spoiler. Skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to know. But it's um, the sick. Your 60s are your what? best year of all of the years. It was the 60s and the 20s was the worst and the 60s was the best. And what was it's second because, after 60s? Um, I don't remember. 30s. Probably. I think it was might have been 50s. I think it might have been 60s, 50s, 30s, 40s. I don't remember. I'm I don't so remember. Shocked. I don't remember. But I know 60s was the top best. And it, if I look around at my life, I would actually probably agree with that because I feel like my parents are totally living their best life right now and they're in their 60s. And it's, I think, because you kind of, like you're a vet when it comes to life. Yeah. Like you kind of have it, kind of all figured out in a way or at least like life streamlined you don't really have as much debt as you used to because generally like maybe your house is close to being paid off your cars are paid off your kids are gone college is paid for like you're close to retiring so you you just like life I think just kind of soars a little bit and 20s it's just rocky it's just just like you're figuring it out you're buying the house you're acquiring the debt you like have Everything that compounds in your tw- like your twentieth, yeah. you know, it's awful. Anyways, so that's why I'm looking forward. I feel like more to my forties than my thirties is just because I want to be have it even more figured out. I'm so shocked that sixties is like, I mean, it makes sense. It does, but at that point, I think I'd be freaking out. Like I'm about to die, you can die any day. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, I, well, the reason- I don't know. Maybe when you're living it, it's less scary because like my parents say all the time, like my mom's like, I feel great. Like she's like, I feel amazing. And I, I kind of attribute it to like, I had a fear of getting pregnant. I think I've talked to you about this before. I had a fear of getting pregnant because I was afraid of like being pregnant and labor and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched videos and saw like some research on like, just bad I don't want to put it out in the world so anyways I was afraid of getting pregnant and now that I'm like ready to get pregnant 
I don't really care about those things that were scaring me before. So I wonder if that's kind of what happens in your 60s is like you arrive. Yeah, you arrive to your 60s and you're not afraid of those things anymore. Or like, I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, that makes total sense. I I feel like it was a half thought, but... (laughs) I was happy to leave my 20s behind. Um, I'm excited for our 30s. Lara's excited for her 30s. Like, she's really excited. Like, I asked her... Uh, we went out oh. to dinner the other night and I was like, hey, are you like, are you excited for this next chapter? She's like, oh my God, yes. Like I am, we are going to <laughs> yes. thrive. Like she's so ready for this next season. And so I told her, I was like, you know, if we don't get our shit together health wise in the next five years, like who's really changing when they're like in their forties? Like, I feel like if you arrive into your forties and you are not the person that you want to be yeah. in terms of like health. And, and stuff like that, like, you're probably not going to change. Um, yeah, that's actually a really good point. So we were talking about that, like, um, and we have been both doing better, but I think we have we have the long game, long game in mind right now, like, in terms of our health and even doing things like, you know, making sure we're taking our vitamins and just trying to make micro choices that uh, affect, like, our overall, that will affect our overall life. But, yeah, we were thinking about that. And then she was also talking about friends and how she, and this is kind of a separate thing, but like how she just feels like the older that she's gotten, the smaller her circle has gotten. Um, And we were just kind of wondering like, man, what's our circle going to look like in five years? What's it going to look like when we're 40? You know, that kind of thing. So these are just random little thoughts that, that we were thinking about, but we're excited for our 30s. And then I was just curious if you were excited and it sounds like, you are. You're ready to get through them to I'm, get to your 40s. Yes, I'm pumped. Do you think Justin 30s. is excited? Yes. Oh my gosh. When I say it, that 20 sucked for me, which I think 20 suck for most people, like 21 or 20 to 23 are fabulous. Like you just like live life hungover and like you're like out of your parents' house and stuff, and you're like life yeah, hasn't crushed you've you got yet. Some freedom. <laughs> hangovers don't suck that bad like you wake up in the morning you might have a headache and then it's gone and like you go party the next night and party the next night and like that's us that was great right and I didn't have responsibilities too bad at that point like maybe I had rent but then you started yeah. the business and it blew yeah. up and then taxes so, and then monies and all sorts yeah. of stuff I feel like life started getting really hard around 24 and I've just done a lot of changing and there was a lot of stress associated with like 24 to now still hashtag pool saga continues. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's been terrible for you. <laughs> so bad. But so yeah, I'm really excited for my thirties, but his twenties were absolutely terrible. His twenties were absolutely awful. So he's pumped for this next segment of life. I think it's just, it's kind of funny because you say like, you ask if I'm excited for my 30s, like I wouldn't be. And like, I'm like hands down, yes. But I do think that there's a point. I remember my business partner, Ashley, telling me that like her and her husband would like fear their 30s. But that was back when we were probably like 24. Yeah. And 30s were 30 was scary. It's weird. But now we're arriving and it's like, it's exciting. I don't want to peak in my 30s though. Like, I feel like for some people, they peak like in their 30s in the sense that like maybe that's when their dreams die or their hopes die or maybe they accept the reality that oh. like but i think that's a little different for us because we are entrepreneurs like we're trying to make our dreams happen we're trying to make where these other people 
a lot of times, typically, I feel like the majority of the American population, they're helping build other people's dreams. So they're given lots of hours, you know, Lara and I also got in this whole talk about retirement as well. And like how it's so crazy that people spend two thirds of their lives working to enjoy the last, you know, not even a full Mm. third of their life. Like that's a Mm -hmm. whole other thing. But I want to prep you after you turn 30, like on a Friday episode, I want to ask you the question. You got a lot of time to think about it, but I want to like, I want you to talk about what you most learned, like what you learned the most during your twenties, like going into your thirties, like what's the biggest lesson you learned? And then, how you are most different from your like early tw- early twenties to now early thirties. Oh my god! So we could totally make a note do about that. it. It's like yeah. a birthday episode. Yeah, I think that'll be cool. We could talk about that. Cool. And then I yeah, can share I mine that. because I won't be too far behind. Well, I'll be a year behind you almost, but no, it won't be a year. But anyways, I think that would be a cool episode. So we'll have to talk about that later. But in today's episode, what are we talking about? We're talking about sparkler exits. Why are we doing an episode on sparkler exits? We're talking about sparkler exits because chris and i are both wedding photographers we deal with this all the time chris literally posted about this this week and you get lots of questions it's some yep it comes up all the time like people constantly are wondering like will my photography cover coverage include my sparkler exit should i do a sparkler exit how do i make a sparkler exit work i don't there's like all these facets to sparkler exits but everybody kind of collectively most people at least think about it like should i do a sparkler exit chris let's talk about like the pros the cons what we love about them what we hate about them because all of the above well let's talk about what we love about them what do you love about sparkler exits is there anything Um, you love about sparkler exits yeah 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 there is there is i love so my favorite thing about being a wedding photographer is telling a story from start to finish, like reading a book. Mm -hmm. And when somebody looks at a gallery, I love to like start the gallery off with like the setting where we're at. And I love to end it with a nighttime photo, whether that's like the couple on the dance floor, a nighttime photo of the venue, if that's possible, or a sparkler photo, like some ending photo that feels complete. And I love that about a sparkler like it feels like the story can kind of be shut yeah that makes sense so i love that i love that that might be where the end of my love comes yeah i you know what i love about the sparkler exit what i love i hope i agree with you the challenge of it you probably don't and and the challenge of it doesn't even be more philosophical the the challenge of it doesn't even come from a photography standpoint it comes from a managing the drunken crowd that's not listening that everyone all of a sudden is a five-year-old kid because they have fire in their hands or they're going to have fire in their hands. Like that's a challenge and I just get to like shine through. So you're truly, are you just trying to spin this negative? No, into I'm being serious. I, you really I, I, you I love do it? like that, yeah. And I think maybe wow. you know, we had conversations off air about me being a control freak, but like, Maybe it's just a, it's a moment where I get to shine up and I get to step up and like organize this thing that's chaotic and I get to help it yeah. be really good. So yeah, I do like chaotic. that, although it is stressful at the time, but I do get a weird like thing. I don't know. I, I like it. I, I kind of do. Wow. But I know that that also really sucks. Like Lara hates sparkler ex- exits for that reason because they feel so chaotic and it's the prep that comes before it that feels like yeah. chaotic. I don't know how you run them, yeah. but typically 
when everyone walks outside and they're getting their sparklers, no one's paying attention. No one's listening. And so no. I have to get... Because they're drunk. They're still having a lot of fun. Yeah, and I have to like... I mean, I yell at the top of my lungs to give instructions. Like I get everyone's mm-hmm. attention, attention, then I have to give instructions. Um, But yeah. And so it's just kind of cool. It's like kind of like during family photos, like it's a time where it's not really that fun, but you got to get it done. But that's a time to impress and I can like really make it a, a better experience. And so I like that about sparkler exits. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say I like that, but I, I mean, I can do it. But then I think about the photographers with like softer spoken voices. It's like how, how I'm sure it? that they have their method of doing it, you know, and how they do it. But that's, so that's like a con for me. Yeah. Um, it's not the control part. The The con is the drunk people. Yeah. So like coming from a bride perspective, not a photographer perspective, a pro is it's fun. A pro is you get pretty photos. If, if that's, there's, there's a caveat. If you've seen that the person that you can hire can pull it off because it is tricky. Like if you once, like if the photographer knows what they're doing, it's not tricky, but if you've never done it before, or you've done one and you didn't get it quite the way you wanted, like everyone kind of has different ways that they do it, but you want to make sure that if you're going to try to pull it off, you need to ask your photographer like, Hey, have you done this before? Can I see some examples of it? It's just so that your expectations would, are set. Yeah. I would also say in that note, cause there is still sometimes, and I've been doing this for eight years. Yeah. I've been doing, I've done lots of spark exits and I still sometimes I'm like, should I flash it or should I not flash it? Like I still have that like debate with myself. And so like when we have two photographers, like one of us will flash it and one of us will not flash yeah. it just because it's like, I'll just get both. Um, so like in, as from your vendor's perspective, just FYI, I feel like a lot of times with sparklers, like it's a, it's a creative moment where we get to try different things. Like, so it's not always the same and like the environment isn't always the same like so there's always like those things so when doing a sparkler exit i would focus on the why of it and not make the why for the photo because it's like let's say your photographer doesn't know how to do or hasn't done very many or whatever like don't let the photo be the reason that you do the sparkler exit and i have another reason why for that but have your reason be like for the fun and the experience of like running through a tunnel of sparklers into your limo or like just like literally the funness of it have that be more so your why like that celebratory feeling of like fireworks and you just like love it because if your reason is the photo and the photo doesn't turn out like you're gonna be you just don't want that to be the damper right like why it's to experience it like people who do sparkler exits and don't have it photographed truly for the fun of it. Like at the very end of the night when we do mock, they do like real ones later. Yeah. And they do it because it's fun. So it, it is, is fun. fun. It's so much fun. So I would also reframe in that way because also sometimes like they don't always turn out exactly the same. Like sometimes there's not as many sparklers and sometimes like you get the short sparklers, which we can go into that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All the I wanted to say are not equal. Go ahead. And then yeah. the other thing too is, is just in setting expectations. Like I've done sparkler exits where 
they're in the middle, like because of venue restrictions and stuff like that. Like we have to go out in the middle of the field and it's pitch black all around them. So there's no ambient lighting in the background to actually show off the environment. Uh, so, you know, there are even restrictions that some, some venues don't allow sparkler exits. Like that's a thing too. So liability type of thing. Um, but yeah, I really love that you brought this back to a why, because if you do make it all about the photo, I, I just feel like there's a greater chance that you might experience some disappointment as opposed to making it about yeah. th- the actual experience of it. So go ahead. You can I cut you off. We did an interview on March 22nd with Abigail Ranny, and it was on throwing the most epic reception. And I just want to point out, this is just in terms of exits that like one of her regrets was doing an exit in general and like planning to leave early and so if you haven't listened to that episode, it's freaking bomb. We get so much feedback yeah, that like really that's a, a lot of people's favorite episodes so far. And so good. She gets super vulnerable in her next episode, which is post what just look up um, Abigail Ranny, the bridal breakdown on your podcasts and you can listen to her two episodes. But she mentions how she wished she didn't leave her party and like wished she didn't arrange to do this and wished she would have just stayed until the very end and like said bye to all of her people and like, it was just such a good time and like arranging for that to get like the perfect portfolio. And then she also thought maybe she'd want to go to bed. Just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know what's best for you, but like take that into consideration as well. Um, and in that regard, you can do a fake one, which we can also talk about, but I just wanted to bring that up because it's also a great episode. I had a thought about a really good tip and I don't know if I want to share it now or if I should share it another day. I'll just share it right now. It has nothing to do with this. We just talked to someone who I would, you're talking about regrets and I really wish like if I would have known about this, we would have done it. Have you heard of people who buy a certain scent, a perfume or cologne and they only wear it on their wedding day and then on their anniversary? Have you heard about that? I've never heard about that. You did it? Yeah, I have my cand- my candles in my in this top drawer that I'm staring at right now. I took them on our anniversary to our trip, and I that was the candle that we used around the day we got married. Did you do it with perfume? But it was candles, not and like no. But I don't wear por- perfume anyways. So we're gonna we're gonna do that for our next anniversary. Like we're gonna pick it out. Like how cool is that? Like I wish we would have done that because scent is so powerful. Like it is like so emotion and thought provoking and like. If you wore it on that day, I don't know. I just think, so I would do that. If if you're a big scent person, like that would be really cool. Get your own little scent to have on your wedding day and then wear it on your yeah. anniversary. But totally yeah. random. That's like, but you're talking that about is very regrets. Random. So. Well, I'm glad that you bring that to something else. Like, cause we keep talking about this. Like not everybody catches every episode. So I love that. Like these like random things are, yeah, these little, th- you know, we've little, did. T- little tidbits happen. So yeah, I-, I think that's definitely something to consider when it comes like, yes, you can do a mock exit. Um, some people don't like the idea of a mock. They want it to seem real, but if you're going to, sometimes you're like within these weird time crunches to where you're like, okay, well, if you want to do that, you only have us for eight hours. You have to do it at this time. Um, and so Ashley, I know that we've talked in the past about like, is it worth it to pay for an extra hour or two to keep someone at a reception just so that they can capture the sparkler exit. And I know you have some thoughts on this. Like, can you share what those are? Yeah, no, it's not worth it. That's the first and foremost thing. If it's solely for the sparkler exit, it's not worth right. it. So that's let's just because it's like a lot of money. 
your coverage is over at, let's say, 8 p.m. and you're not doing your sparkler exit until 10. But at 8 p.m., you've already captured, you know, everything that you need to. All of the reception festivities, you've captured toast, you've captured the grand entrance, you've captured bouquet and garter, you know, dollar dance, everything. And now it's just people are just going to hang out. And so now you're considering hiring your photographer to stay for additional hour to two. I would agree. I don't think it's worth it. Can you go into some practicals as to the type of photos that are going to be captured in those one to two extra hours that people hire someone for? Yeah. So your most photography packages, like the average package is an eight hour package and the eight hour package doesn't include sparkler exit generally because from the time you put your dress on all the way to sparkler exit, like there's, that's not eight hours. That's like 10, 11 hours. Yeah. So with your eight hours of coverage, most of the time, um, if it's not like a church wedding, I guess you're going to need two extra hours of your photographer being there for dancing. And so this also includes already typically like 30 to 45 minutes of like the open dancing. Oh my God, I have something else to talk about. We can go there in a second. It's D- I want to talk about um, DJs and the pace of the reception. Oh, dude, that could oh be my its God. own that could literally be its own episode. Okay, let's do that next Friday. Oh my God, can we do that next Friday? Yeah, let's do it next Friday. Can we talk about DJs and the pace of your reception? Oh my goodness. Can you tell I this like, is like that a, a lot. I can I'm if you got you can't see it, but Ashley is sighing and putting her hand up to her head. I'm yeah, excited I'm like to talk about this eyes. next week. Right? So this it's like super important and it'll make you um It'll like, I think make a lot of light bulbs go off and you're like, oh my gosh. And it's such an easy fix, like such an easy, positive, happy fix. And I'm just rubbing my eyes because when the DJ doesn't have any pep in the step, it can. So DJ's listening because I know DJ's listen. Um, Listen next Friday for our unfiltered opinions on what we watch guests go through with um, slow DJs. It's bad. Yeah. It's not a good thing. I don't know what I was talking about prior to this, though. Because uh, I like snowballed Yeah. into that. No, well, you were just talking about the coverage that kind of comes with it and how it's not enough time oh. to eight hours. You know, yeah, so you're enough. already getting 45. That's why. I yeah, know. Because if you have floor. a quick DJ, you have like 45 minutes of dance floor photos already. Which is, which so, is adequate time. Like, it's a, adequate. It's good. Completely. Good amount yes. of time. Like, I require 20 minutes. So 45 minutes is typically really gravy. So add on an extra two hours. You know, the first 45 minutes of the dance floor being open, you're going to get most of your people who are going to be on the dance floor who are excited to dance. Um, And sure, more people will come on the dance floor after the drinks start flowing, but then the drinks start flowing and people start making like those stank faces as they're dancing. And the drinks start spilling and like just drunkenness which some people just don't want to be photographed during that point but they also don't care they just don't like the way they look after like the photos are done yeah so it's just those photos repetitive 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 like there's nothing new to really photograph after the first hour of the dance floor being opened and so we kind of don't really have much to do because another thing is do you feel like people kind of get like flash fatigue? Oh, 100%. Like they're like, stop having the 100%. camera in my freaking face. I just want to party. Yes. There is, you know, I've never heard of a coined phrase, flash fatigue. I just made it up. Gold. Seriously, that is gold, Ashley. 
I tell Lara this all the time. Like, I'm like, hey, will you go over there? She's like, oh, no, they're like over it. Like, you can tell. And you can tell when, like, if you've taken, like, typically, I don't like to take more than three pictures of some. I'm like, have you feel three pictures is a lot of just can't, like, and I, I would do more, but, like, I feel like after three, maybe even after two, people are just like, if you're talking about like walking around on the outskirts, the perimeters, people having conversations, drinking Don't you drinks, feel like a hawk? I do feel like a hawk. But like I feel like a hawk. I also I don't care. Like I will go like oh, same. I will go up and poof. Like I, I am I will really be in good. Your face. I'm like, I'm in, boom, I'm out. Like I'm and then yeah. sometimes sometimes I'll be like, All right, hey, can I get a photo? And then we'll do a smile cheese kind of thing, you know. That's fine. Um other qu- I like visually smile at them, like giving them the face of like, smile back at me. That's, that's <laughs> smart too. I have another little, I have work, another tip. But. This is just, there's also going to be tips. If you are someone who wants your dance floor to be packed, like, and I'm actually going to make a post about this on Instagram. So this is why it's on my mind. And we're talking about dance floors. If you want your party to be popping and your dance floor to be packed, you as the bride and groom have to be out there. People are oh going to do what you do. So if yeah. you want your dance floor to be packed, but you guys are out on the side talking, like talking on the side, which is fine. You can do that. But know that your dance floor is not going to be as crowded. But if you guys come out swinging, and a lot of times I feel like this is just stereotypes. The lady's ready to get out there. She's ready to dance. And the guy, maybe not so much. But the yeah, most packed you're right. dance floors are when both are out there. Like when both of them are out there for multiple songs, those are going to be the best dance floor photos. So if your why is to party with your people, if that's your wedding why, get out on dance floor. And a way that you can do this and you don't have to feel like you're mingling with your people, which this could go into another episode, which maybe we should do soon, is like on cocktail hours. Mm Mm-hmm. You can join cocktail hour like you don't cocktail hour doesn't have to be something that you're like hidden from. That's been like my favorite thing about doing like big city weddings. It's not really something that happens a lot here in our little teeny, teeny little city. Our little city that's lagging behind the rest of the country. Yeah, (laughs) our little city. But in the big city weddings that I shoot, all of my couples join in on cocktail hour. And I think it's the freaking most genius thing ever because it's casual. They get to talk to people while everybody's standing around at the bar. They're having hors d'oeuvres. They get to go from group to group to group. And they feel less pressure at the reception. To do that. To go talk to those people. Because they're like, I did that during my cocktail hour. So I got do my photos like done beforehand. A, cocktail hour. Do you feel like that's go a 10-hour wedding package thing? No. No? Like you feel Mm-mm. like it can typically work out in an eight hour, depending on how it goes. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, but awesome. you have to do your for you have to do it first. Look. Okay. Yeah. So that you can go right to it. Right. Like, why would you want to miss your cocktail hour? Like, if it's if you can. I think it's so cool. And do people yeah, still so do grand entrances after that, or they know? Yeah. Or they still still yeah. do it? They all still do grand entrances. So like everybody, get the, the DJ makes an announcement to go and get seated. And when the DJ makes that announcement, the couple goes back upstairs, like wedding party goes upstairs and they do like the celebratory, like, please welcome. Like, yes, they were in here earlier, but welcome these people. Yeah. And everybody loves it when they're in the cocktail hour. And it's like such a different atmosphere than the reception because it's like just so casual. It's not timed. So typically what it looks like is like ceremony happens We've done first look already. So we did family photos, bridesmaids, groomsmen. 
first look and a couple a couple's photos. And then after the ceremony, we like to do full wedding party because yeah. they're all naturally together leaving the ceremony, do like 10 minutes of wedding party photos. And then we do like 10 minutes of bride and groom photos at that point because they're like husband and wife now. Yeah. And so that's 20 minutes. So there's still 40 minutes left of cocktail hour. So they go join cocktail hour for 40 minutes. And it's great. It's freaking great. It's so good. Highly, highly recommend so that you can spend more time with your people. This is supposed to be on Sparkle. I know. I was literally just thinking that. I was like, but hey, these it, this is in here. I really like this yeah. a lot. I wish this would become a trend here. Yeah, I love I it. it would be love really it, cool. love it, love it. So, so what? Okay, how did we get there? Um, we're just talking about uh, just dance floors and people. It, I think we just got there just talking about different Oh, that's vibes. how you can get on the dance floor immediately and not feel like you're... Like you have to talk and do the table Missing out on mingling thing. with people. Yeah. So let's get into some actual tips as to how brides can make their wedding sparkler exit like the most epic thing because I think there are a lot of unexpected things that maybe people just don't think about that... Um, that we can actually help them on because we do these all the time and we kind of know how they roll. Yeah. So what's absolutely. the first thing that so, comes to your mind when it comes to sparkler exits and maybe things that couples need to know? So let's talk first about a mock exit because just in general, that's an option. If you don't want to have your photographer there for all the redundant photos and giving people flash fatigue, um, which you can totally still do that if you think you have the crowd for it. Um, we're, we're not telling you what to do, but we also do these a lot. And it's a waste of your money, mate. It's a waste of some people, some parties' money. It's not every party. Some parties, it is cool the last couple hours, yeah. but I feel like that's more of a rarity. I would agree. Um, so what you can do is do like a mock exit or a mock entrance, depending on the time of year. Like if you're getting married in the winter, you can do a sparkler entrance and like have your wedding party hold sparklers out before like you enter your reception. So it still like makes sense. It's not just a photo opportunity, but it's like this celebration of like, let's get this started and you can enter your reception that way. And that's, I think really freaking cool, but you can also fake it. And the way that we recommend faking it is just with your wedding party. You can also include family members or like random people who are also standing around. Um, but this way, like the colors kind of match. So from a photo perspective, it does look good and everybody's not drunk. So there's a con to waiting until the end of the night. You're drunk. Maybe he's drunk. She's drunk. Whoever you're marrying. Maybe we just experienced this. Did you? When the couple was just drunk? Well, it was more the wedding party was gone. The wedding party. I really considered like, this is a hazard. Like, this is really yes. bad and this could be it can dangerous. Be da- it's fire. Yeah. It is fire. And I don't know how many people like it's, it's really, it's actually both like dudes and chicks like going through that tunnel. I, how I hear like, don't get the sparklers on my dress or like, this is a rental. This is, this suits a rental. And like, you're running through fire with drunk people. So like, these are the thoughts that go through people's mind. Oh my like, gosh. I've never thought hair. about the rentals. And the suits, I've never thought about that. So that's something to consider because for photos, we, we, 
it's easiest for us if we can have people closer together so we can like actually get the sparklers in the frames because if people are standing farther apart you feel safer but we don't get to really see the sparklers yeah, when I people, have people are get uncomfortably farther. close right and so when you think about that fire fire expensive outfits danger all things so if none of that sounds peachy to you, you can still do a sparkler exit later and have people like distanced comfortably and like do it for fun. Um, but you can do a fake one. And the way that typically works is like sunset. We just get wedding party to go outside, do some celebratory sparklers. You get to run back and forth. We get to do things, be creative. And then you get to go inside yep. and party the rest of your night Ten off. minutes, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't take very long. As far as like... So that's just in general. Yeah, just... Yeah, you can do a mock mark exit. But. As far as like some other things to consider, there's like... I have some pretty big sparkler exit pet peeves. Is it pet peeves? How yeah. Do you, pet? Why is it pet? I have no pet idea. Peeves. I have three sparkler exit pet, pet peeves. peeves that I want to share with you okay. that will make... Uh, number one, will make the process easier and will make your photos better. Dude, I'm so interested. Number one. Uh, do not buy sparklers yes. at the 4th of July yes. or New Year's yes. uh, and, and like save them to use at your wedding. And here's why. There's like the really, really pretty bright sparklers that you see that look gorgeous in, in wedding photos. Those are not the same type of sparklers. Um, number one, the ones no. that you're going to get at 4th of July and New Year's Eve, like those are going to be so smoky and they're going to have and blue. So yes. The colors are not going to be right and it's, they're not going to work out and they're short and they burn so fast, fast, like 15 but seconds, by, when 20 Chris seconds. Says smoky, you guys, it is literally smoky. Yes. Like if you envision you a house see. on you fire, it is smoke mm -hmm. is smoke and it doesn't like look there, good. You see the smoke. Yeah, I'll have to send you, Ashley, uh, our photo that from a sparkler exit that we did for our wedding. And we did just that. And there's so much smoke. So much yeah. smoke everywhere. But it looked really good. Uh, but it was a rarity. Like, I don't know how. It, I think it was windy and it was all blowing the smoke. But if, mm. if there's no wind, it stays there and everyone starts choking and coughing. And it's really, really bad. Smoke. And you're talking um, 30 people that all have... It's it's a ton of smoke. So again, you get it. Smoky. So instead of buying them there... Smoky the bit. I personally like WeddingSparklers.com. Um, I refer all my brides there. I don't get a cut or a kickback or anything like that. They've just proven to be the most consistent and really, really good. You can buy them for as little as eight sparklers or half a box or a quarter of a box or a crate. Like you can buy as many as you want and there's different price points. And I actually feel like they're pretty reasonably priced and not overwhelming. They have different sparkler links, like minute and a half, two and a half minute, three minute burns. And they're just going to be longer. The longer the sparkler, the longer that they will stay lit. But it also is... It has to do, like that really is important too because it helps you have a chance to light all of the sparklers quicker. The longer, That's what I was going to say. The longer that they are. If, um, yeah, if you have a lot of people. Yes. Which, and by the way, if you don't know, whoever is doing your sparkler lighting, do not light more than one sparkler at a yep. time. Yep, okay. That was, we'll just get to that one. Like that is sparkler pet peeve. That would have been my third, but we'll make it two. If you light them all in one bunch, like if you pull a bunch out and you have... 15 in your hand and you light one 
they're all going to light and it's going to, they're going to burn down within seconds. Oh, you also know that that's a sparkler bomb, right? Well, I didn't know that. Really? I didn't know that. Okay, so there was a so it's the sparkler bombs. I've made sparkler bombs in my. Like, I thought before. you had to For duct tape fun. them. No, ah. no, you don't have to duct tape them. I mean, it's freaking like I don't know actually what sparklers are. I was gonna say it's like gunpowder. I don't know that it's actually good, but like essentially, that's what. So there's this photographer who is being helpful and like trying to like help with like lighting sparklers and stuff. There's horror stories online somewhere, and he like blew fingers off. By trying to help, blew fingers off and like still like was able to like shoot with his like ring finger or something like through the moment and then like went to the ER. So that's another hazard to lighting more than one at a time. Okay. So there you go. That one is even more important (laughs) (laughs) than like it burning quickly. Yeah. We, yeah, we experienced that. And so I wonder if these other sparklers were different. Maybe they're different because I've seen someone literally grab a hold of 30 sparklers and they're like this, like, <gasps> and they lit That's one scary. and they burned down. I'm not kidding. In five seconds, it just went whoosh, like, because it was so much heat that it burned them so quickly. So I wonder if that other guy used those ones from like the 4th of July. I don't know. Don't I risk was just it. Looking you probably shouldn't risk it. I could find it. But yeah, let's not. Ri- I mean, it's, it's fire again. Yeah. It's fire. <laughs> so don't clump them together and light them all in one bunch. That is not safe. And they will burn down immediately and then you will have no sparklers. Uh, But also, number one, it's not safe. The second thing that you need to know, so Chris's pet peeve number two about sparklers is when someone uh, uses a lighter. I think this is pet peeve number three. Oh, oh, this is, yeah, this is three. This would have been my second one. I'm all out of order now. That's fine. But it's three. Is when people try to light their sparklers with a lighter, it's not going to happen. It is not going to happen. You need a butane torch. You can buy them at Walmart. You can buy them on Amazon. Actually, I just bought one on Amazon for like $7 to light fires here at the house like when we do like bonfires. Um, and they're just they're just little butane torches, but they work. I would suggest having two. Uh, if, you, you know, if, if you're only having 10 people doing it, one will work. But if you're trying to get a big sparkler exit, like you, you're probably going to want two of these torches. But a lighter is not going to cover it. I promise it's not going to work. So those are my three. Yeah, I feel like when I see people do lighters, the only way it works is like it takes forever to light the first one. And then you just have to like light each other's sparklers. Like, you know, teamwork, assembly line. What is It's like a relay race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like passing, you're passing the fire. But even yeah. then, like this last week, like we we did one and this lighter, and it wasn't even windy, was under the sparklers for yes. a long time, 30 seconds. Yeah. And it still oh, yeah, it takes hadn't forever. lit where that torch yeah. just, boom, it knocks it out and you get what you need to get. So those would be some of my three tips. Like from a very practical standpoint, buy them like from a company and I feel pretty good about recommending weddingsparklers.com. We'll drop the link in the show notes. Ashley, I don't know if you guys refer them to anyone else. No, we don't. I honestly like love you guys that are listening, but I always just, they, they don't ask. So that's really sweet of you to offer. Yeah. Wedding, <laughs> but I don't ask, they don't ever ask us that. Wedding spark. Well, I don't, they don't ask either. I just tell them like, <laughs> that's right. And that's what I'm saying. Just, good for you. Just go Again, here. I've never thought about it. And then I feel better. I also don't photograph a ton of sparklers anymore. Yeah. The tennis park exits anymore, but so we do some. Um, 
I also wanted to say though on that wedding day sparklers.com I just looked at it and I was I was going to be curious but then you said like they say the light time on it well the other thing to consider is when you get the longer ones like they have 10 inch 20 inch 36 inch I think those are the three main like the main three sizes the thing to consider about even getting a longer one because I was like well 36 is kind of long if you think about it though and you have a longer one that allows people to stand farther apart it's true from like a safety perspective it's true even I think with so the, you have a longer burn with time. the middle one most of 20 yeah like that one that is really good so I've started doing this new thing to where we like everyone will walk through the 20 inch lasts one and a half minutes we, I'll have people line up. We'll do the line. I'll always have them go through twice. I say, run through and then do that. Get the fun and then come back through. If they're still lit, like I'll give you the green light and then go halfway and you know, you can kiss her, you can dip her, you can kiss, her, you do whatever, but share a kiss in the middle of it all. So they'll do that. And then I'll have people hand, like if they still have them lit, hand the couple some sparklers for them to hold on to. And then you get some, and this is just from like a photographer perspective. You can do, a, yeah. you can just do a couple fun things if you have a little bit longer burn time. But number one, the, the biggest thing is that you will actually be able to get the shot and not be like, well, now the first ones that we lit are out. And now the last ones that we just lit are still going. It'll just allow well, you to get it. <clears throat> That's another thing to consider too, is that if you want like more of a glow and more light, you can have two sparklers per person mm -hmm. instead of one sparkler per person. And that way, like each hand can hold a sparkler. Like some people can hold two if they want to hold two. Or if you're doing a mock, se mock exit with just wedding party, you definitely want to do like two per person. For sure. Yeah. Not just random thoughts. But. Yeah. Those are, those are all really good, but I mean... Yeah, those are probably the biggest things in my mind that I always, always tell couples about. And I think if you have an experienced photographer, you have a butane torch, you don't create a sparkler bomb, <laughs> you get the right <laughs> length sparklers and the right kind of sparklers, like chances are you're going to be set up pretty well to have a memorable sparkler exit. Um, and remember, like, I just want to point back to what Ashley said. Like, remember your why behind why you're doing this. Are you doing it for the photo or are you doing it to, like, actually have this experience? And I think that's a really good state of mind to be in. Yeah. And if you maybe all like doing the idea of a sparkler because it kind of stresses you out now that we've like kind of brought some things to light from like the danger perspective or the rental perspective or you know just everybody being drunk and maybe you'll be really drunk. And I've done a wedding where I photographed it and the bride and groom were so smashed and like you could visibly see that they were so in the smashed. photos in the photos yeah. like tanked so you know how you are um so consider that which also that's fine that was the way their wedding day was wedding, it was fun man. it was it was fun i'll have to send you it. It, it they're not bad by any means it's just like they're drunk and you can tell they're drunk and having like a really grand old time in fire um, but maybe all of this is like, this just doesn't sound like for me, you can do like a celebration photo opportunity in different ways. You can like do a pedal toss down the aisle yeah, or you can, I've seen like glow stick exits, which don't have the same effect, but maybe you can't do sparkler exits. You can also just like run through a tunnel of Lara people. And, and like, I, uh, a few mm -hmm. weddings ago, we, well, uh, no. 
it was just it was a really rough sparkler exit mostly because of restrictions oh. at the venue and so and everyone was trashed too that was probably even the bigger thing and uh we were out in the field with lots of mosquitoes and so everyone was miserable getting disgusted or getting bitten a ton on the way back we were like can we like norm like can we like think of some new trends for people to like so that they don't have to do the sparkler exit like if they want to great but i feel like i get this question all the time where people are like do you have any other ideas and it always seems like the only other ideas that people have are glow sticks, bubbles, petals. Um, yeah. So I had a new idea that I thought about that could work really well. That Because essentially the thing that makes it so pretty is the light. Like it's lights that make it really pretty. But maybe there's a way that you can like create this send-off area that you uh, actually put yellow you know like yellow christmas lights all around that you mm-hmm. make this area that's basically just 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 this cheering send-off area to where you can get the same effect but there's all of these christmas lights that are lighting the area or like the you know like the outdoor lights that they sell that go on patios so i'm just brainstorming i'm like just a little bistro lights. i'm just throwing no, stuff you're right off. though the part that's fu- yes the part that's pretty is like the gold glow i think but the part that's fun the part that's fun is the che- i think that's the cheering like all of your people cheer like that high of running through all of your people and like kind of having that buy moment. And if you're not doing it for a photo also, you can still have that moment without like, yeah, that's the fun part is the cheering. Like that's the part worth that's worth it is like everybody just end of a really good night. Everyone's going like nuts. Way to, yes. Like that is what is so freaking fun. So yeah, I don't remember where I was going with that, actually. I'm just thinking, like, that is the freaking fun part. So like, maybe, that's what, th- th- focus on that. Ma- yeah. I like your idea. Maybe. Like, the, it's the gold. Think about maybe some other things. Just brainstorm, like, because if it seems like the most important pe- or the most fun piece about it is, like, all of your people around you cheering, celebrating, screaming, like, laughing in this moment. So just think about environments that you can do that in. Maybe that is involves sparklers. I think bubbles are freaking cute, man. Uh, we just did a really good, uh, earlier this year, we had a really good bubble send-off. Bubbles are that cute. Really, really you just good. We did a bubble one the other day, but the bubbles didn't really work. So like, also make sure your bubbles, like the bubbles you order. And you're kind of at the mercy of the wind work well. with the bubble exit. Like yes. sometimes the wind is just like, if it's 10 miles an hour, even which isn't much here, in the Midwest, but even if it's 10, like those things are going to be flying. So we kind of had perfect weather But still so fun. Like just, it really is so fun. Like as much as they can be such a stressor from a photo perspective, um, they are really, really fun. So just consider if you want to do a mock one and your photographer photographs the mock one, which will symbolize the one that you do later on in the evening. Um, Yeah. And like that's perfectly fine for somebody. If you also want to have your photographer there for the extra couple hours, expect to pay like four to six hundred dollars extra to keep them, or four to eight, whatever to save you your money photographer's too. hourly is. Yeah, it's just. I think when I, I don't know. I'd actually be curious, like how many people. I don't know. Like, are they glad they did a sparkler exit? Did they think it was worth it? Because it's a lot of if money. The, if the photos came out, are if the photos came out good. I would say they probably felt like it was worth it. If the photos didn't turn out good, they probably didn't feel like it was worth it. And I'll tell you what, some of those really beautiful sparkler exits that I see like floating around the internet, 
like really pretty ones photographers use overlays man i use overlays when sometimes when the like the sparklers just aren't good sparklers yep yeah like so (laughs) don't expose all of our secrets yeah oh man (laughs) i got that secret from so many like actually i found out where we got that from because i know i told you about it i didn't even realize i thought it was ashley's idea it wasn't even ashley's idea someone else told her that that's what they do and then you go on freaking you go online and they're everywhere. And I'm like, wow, we all do this. Yeah, we all do. We it. all do this. This is crazy. But no one knows about it. But and the overlay just, it just enhances it. It just makes it. it look better. It, it makes it, it look like, holy, that was like, oh, it makes it look magical. That's what it does. My, you know what? My goal, because like, I'm going to, I'm I'm sitting here, expo- I, I expose secrets on here all the time about what we do. I want our, co- not even like our listeners. I want all bride and grooms and bride and bride all couples it's so hard to like be gender neutral when i just want the couple the couple is what i mean i want all couples getting married to have the best experience ever and to look at their photos and be grateful for them and if me saying some you know if we share secrets like random little secrets like you shared some earlier today on what you do to make the if we share that and that impacts a photographer and makes somebody happier with their wedding gallery like that's all i want you yeah, know for sure so so yeah, cool just, i just found the drunk pictures just, oh <laughs> i, I want to see them for. we just want to help guys and i think you guys know that and so hopefully this episode was helpful uh it's a little bit longer than we thought it would be but it's okay oh they this i'm looking at these pictures they didn't do sparklers they did like little lanterns oh that's cool they did little lanterns so everybody was holding like lanterns i like that you can probably do that with yeah lanterns that's really cool I dig it. Yeah. I'm here for it. Was it a okay. winter wedding? So anyways, uh, no, it was a summer wedding. Interesting. They're like, they're like little white lanterns. Well, sweet. Good deal. Hopefully this was helpful. If this was helpful in any way, let us know. You got anything to yeah. add? Ashley? Thanks for joining us on our little chit chat about sparkler exits. I hope you like these little casual Friday episodes and we will see you on monday i was gonna say tuesday what if i who am i we'll see you on monday we have do you want to like give them a little preview yeah well uh, here we'll go we'll say this we're going to be interviewing nick and jen of wild oak films and they are two amazing uh videographers who are friends of ours um but man they are just so good at what they do uh, you should go look them up on YouTube in preparation for this episode. Just look up Wild Oak Films and um, and take a look at some of their work. They are emotion-driven storytellers who just are really good at what they do. But they're going to be spilling all the beans on all things wedding videography. Wedding video. Yeah, wedding video, wedding videographers, regrets, all sorts of things. Um, and so I think it's going to be a really great episode. So you guys get it ready is. for that. That's coming Monday. You guys have a great weekend. See you later.